What up, world? Back again. Man, Logic. Yeah. Well. Yeah. What up, bro? See how you feeling? Back. Yeah. We up. We up. We up. We up. I'm excited. Yeah. Let's get it shaking. Again, we on. Once again, we on. Logic at the bar. You know what I'm saying? Series. You know, we're here for round two. You know what I'm saying? Uh, last week, we had a crazy week with uh, Slap Awards. You know what I'm saying? Slap around the world. <laughs> no, we uh, got, got into it about the, uh, the 80s. You know, we had the, the first, like I said, the first few episodes we're here for, you know, the origin story well, I mean I'm brother logic, you know, how how our words collided. Uh, we're gonna have that continuation today. But bro, you know, we uh you know had some, you know, more interesting news come out uh, you know, since last Sunday, you know, we saw that uh, now that Will Will withdrawn from the from the from the you know from the panel, from the wars panel, you know. You uh what you think about that John? I don't know. Well, I, I from what I saw, the limited understanding that I have of it is that they was going to kick him out anyway. So yeah, yeah, he kind of did that before they did that to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it, it, you can't. Yeah, you can't uh, be smacking it. Uh-huh. Can't do that. They come up bring all type of sanctions, like this some World War type shit, like some sanctions. Exactly. And- all the crazy shit. I'm like, bro. Not that deep. But whatever. It's their thing. They do what they want. They do. I see that happen. They had all these, uh, <laughs> you know, had all these course comedians come out. Of uh, Chris Rock, brother, Tony Rock came out and talking this shit on, you know, on the road. Okay. Talking crazy, you know. Uh, well, man, Get slapped on <laughs> Yeah, right. I don't know. Tony went to a Friday, Friday too, but you know, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh, a clip of Lavelle Crawford uh, last night talking about he would have uh, he would have pumped nine into uh, he got slapped by Will. He would have pumped nine into. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, all right, bro. I uh, hear you. Everybody knows what they would. Yeah, yeah, exactly. These are do it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just me. And, uh, uh, you see that thing about uh, Gerard, uh, Carl Michael, uh, is it his last name? Carl Michael? Gerard, Carl Michael. Carl Michael, yeah. I, I saw that last night. I watched it last night. It, it's, it's still kind of sitting with me. He does a really good, I don't know if he's funny. Like, I don't really be laughing like that, but he's an interesting person, and he has an interesting way of speaking that makes you kind of listen and focus on what he's saying. And that's pretty dope. So He's also gay. Yeah. Not something yeah, I care I think about. Yeah, because yeah, I remember he had, uh, you know, the uh, show on uh, the uh, NBC a few years ago, and just has that, uh, I think, kind of what draws you in, I think it's like you said, kind of the inflection he has on his voice, you know, I guess he has yeah. kind of like that dry, kind of like that dry yeah. humor and shit, so it's kind of like the, the the jokes, the punchlines are not like in your face, you know, he just kind of talks, you know. Yeah, it's just like he's talking to talking you. Way yeah, right. Like personal conversations, man. 
put you in this uh, you know, technique and shit. So, you know, Luther, but I, I thought it was just kind of weird that they drop it the same week, you know, you know the slap, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At the time, I was kind of, kind of weird for that, but nonetheless, yeah, man. So we had those things for the weekend and shit. You, uh, you come across anything else? You seen anything out here? Anything, anything else around? Nah, I mean, I kind of just, you know, been laying low, trying to stay out of the way. So I haven't seen anything. I mean, I, it was kind of hard to live in America after the smack, just because, you know what I mean, that's what everybody's <laughs> talking about. Like, yeah, everything like else. Snap, yeah, yeah. Everything else it's was like, after, after the, Yeah, it's like, you know, the world pre, pre-slap, now the world post-slap, you know. Yeah, like, Niggas yeah. ain't worried about niggas. Niggas ain't worried about gas prices no more. Nope. You know, the Ukraine nope. war. Like, nope. Like, Fuck a Ukraine. Will Smith smack this nigga. Let's talk about it. Oh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Ukraine. This is going crazy. Right. Ukraine, nigga. Right. So. But yeah, man. So, those things we saw. We had the national championship. And WrestleMania was going on. Supposedly, uh, Stone Cold, uh, you know, started to, uh, this man at 80 years old. I was just, I was just, uh, not a bad joint, but, uh, I do too bad with that. So, yeah, that's not if you it, ever want to uh, know if wrestling is fake or not, just watch an old man take a Stone Cold stunner, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking when I seen that. I like, yeah, that just confirmed that, that all the things fake shit for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That looked like it hurt. Yeah. Right, right. Now it looks fun. And he got splashed with a beer. So. But yeah, man. Well, you know, get back to it, man. You know, we're going to uh, pick up from last week. You know, so, we, was, uh, we was kind of talking about uh, our world as kids in the 80s, you know, us being 80 babies. And you know, kind of talking about the movies and, you know, the music, things that were going on in the 80s for us to kind of, you know, Started in our world, you know. So, I mean, you know, we was kind of running up the time on time last week. So, uh, and we didn't really touch on last week with uh, the age. Let me get into uh, some of them video games real quick. That uh, some of the video games for you that uh, stood out. You know, mm-hmm. coming into a kid, you know, you know, being being young, you know, five, once again, five, six, seven, eight years old and shit. Like, what was some of the video games? You remember the first uh, video game system you had? What you had? What's the first number you was rocking with? I had a Sega. Oh, okay. You didn't have no games. You didn't have a Nintendo or Atari back then? Nah. 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 You was running to the cousin's house with a Nintendo? Yeah, every day. So I could play stupid stuff. Games that were just so weird. Like the Nintendo just had this selection of games that just didn't make any sense. So what were you playing? Playing Mike Tyson? Punch Out? What was punch Out? What was y'all on? I was. It was Punch Out. It was. Kirby. It was. Kirby. Y'all had Kirby doing. Yeah, yeah. It was the. I did. The first Ninja Turtles game. Yeah, the art. Uh, anyway, yeah. you had a joint. 
was it the arcade one or was it that that that, that low budget joint before the arcade joint? Was the low budget one uh, before the arcade joint. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I understand that joint. Yeah, yeah. The uh, I know, like the weekends, I would go to my cousin's house to play that joint. Like you know, we were, we was uh, like right across the street from uh, Arrows. You remember Arrows Video Store and shit? Uh-huh. Uh Yeah, we would run over that joint. And, you know, of course, go over that joint and fucking the arcade version be fucking sold out. So you know, you reluctantly took the motherfucking. <laughs> you reluctantly took the uh, the the, uh, the the weird joint. The graphics wasn't as good. <laughs> you know, say the animation wasn't as good and shit. But you know, it was like the low budget joint. Yeah, we, we we were getting in with that joint too. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's funny, but yeah, definitely. Uh, Mike Tyson punch out. Uh, one of my favorite joints was uh, Excite Bike. Remember that joint? Mm-hmm. I love uh, uh, building building the uh, building the tracks on that joint. That course punch like uh, uh, what that uh, bad bad dudes. You know the little army game joints. <laughs> <laughs> it's with the, with the conch, the contra. Oh yeah, especially uh, especially uh, what was that joint? Ninja Gaiden. Mm-hmm. Had to have, had to have that and Shinobi. Definitely had to have Shinobi. Don't want that joint. Yeah, though. Yeah, joint. Did you uh, did you folks ever had that damn um, that uh, remember that shit, that damn uh, track and field pad? Did they have any any of them accessories? Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> that was the goofiest shit out ever. Yeah, like, you had to do the uh, the uh, the hundred hundred yard hurdle and shit, and tend to jump and jump on the numbers, all that, all that crazy shit. But we won't, we will only pull that shit out uh, for us, like during the uh, during the summer, where you know we were having like a big ass cookout or some shit like that. You know, of course the other mm-hmm. kids get that junk. Also. Had a gun for for duck hunt. <laughs> you just put it up right next <laughs> to the TV. Good. Shoot that shit. Exactly. Cheating <laughs> like shit. Put that shit right, right up on the screen, trying to kill right that. Right up on the screen. Dead duck bitch. <laughs> Dead duck bitch. And just follow them. You know what I'm saying? Fuck that nigga. Then uh, you know they had a couple of sports games. Uh, was y'all doing the uh? The Techno Bowl, Super Techno Bowl, Double Drill. Of course. Of course. Oh, cool. Me and the bros, me and my cousins and everybody would play Techno Bowl. The sun would, you know, just fall asleep with the controller in your hand type shit. Because <laughs> they was battles, man. They was battles, boy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know. Uh, remember who you playing with at that time? I know you weren't playing no damn jet. No, I was not. I think, <laughs> if I remember correctly, we had a nobody was allowed to be Oakland. Yeah, Bo Jackson. Oh nobody. my God, that nigga's OP on that joint, nigga. Yes, yes. So he was super, super OP. If I remember, obviously the the Giants, the Eagles, or sometimes I was. The Buffalo Bill. Because yeah, I think that was like Herschel Walker time frame. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. Bills were nice. Bills were nice. Yeah. Of course. Of course, he's definitely using the Washington because uh, uh, they had a super uh, Daryl Green. Daryl Green. Yeah, man, but uh, yeah. Yeah, Daryl Green. 
<laughs> Daryl Green had a uh, had a uh, had a super reverse play on that joint, so he he, he was kind of op on that joint too. So yeah, we definitely was uh, watching, like I said, uh, Raiders definitely used and shit like that. So yeah, that game that game was crazy, crazy for time and shit. So uh, yeah, yeah, going going from that, you know what I'm saying? Then we should uh. Up until nine, uh, you know, I remember then back then as a kid, you know, the, you know, the, the technology, you know, kind of started picking up at that time. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. we, were, we were in the eight bit era, you know, for a few years in the 80s, then, and all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> I thought as a kid at that time, and I, you know, I wasn't expecting no other, I don't know about you, I wasn't expecting no other, you know, video games. You know, I thought it'd be like for Nintendo forever. But then, you know, you get into the 90s and, you know, they get the era of the 16-bit, you know, so now we got the uh, Sega Genesis and the, uh, the Nintendos, you know, Topographic 16, you know, the, the, the game, you know, the Game Gear joint, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, so we, we'll, we'll take that bridge over to the 90s now, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so, yeah, you say you got your first real game system was, so was the Sega. Mm-hmm. What you what you what you have for that joint? Sonic, lots and lots of Sonic, and Sonic. Streets of Rage. Oh my God! <laughs> oh, it's greatest. It's the greatest. Uh, uh, the greatest of all time. Who 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 oh, you, who you care to get? Who are you using like the actual? Who do you have the black dude. Time? The black dude. Uh, what was his name? Skate? Was it? Was the name Skate or some shit? That was two. Oh, the black dude. That was the black dude's little brother. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. His name yeah, was like uh, was Axel, and something. The chick was Blaze. Yeah, the big Blaze, dude was yeah. Max. The wrestling dude was like yeah. Max. Yeah. And then the brother was something. I forgot his name, but that's who I usually was. He had the black pants and the yellow shirt. Yeah. Yeah. I feel more than anything, but uh, yeah, yeah, she's a race, but definitely, definitely on the list, yeah. And then, um, yeah, Sonic, because you know, you know, I played a little bit of Mario in, in, in the 80s, you know what I'm saying, but uh, I definitely, you know, I almost fell in love with uh, Sonic, you know, especially, uh, especially Sonic Hedgehog, too. Uh, I mean, that's that's, that's mm-hmm. like one of uh, the greatest games ever, especially when they came out with that, <laughs> especially when they came out with the uh, Supersonic, uh, supersonic code and shit. You can turn that nigga into uh, supersonic. Yeah, the gold, yeah, gold member Sonic and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that game. So yeah, it was yeah, great. Uh, great music too. You know, coming great out. Sounds, oh, soundtrack, nigga. Thank you. Great soundtrack. <laughs> great soundtrack. Soundtrack is fly, nigga. I, you know what? Uh, I think maybe about. Uh, when the, when the pandemic first started, uh, sometimes I have like a little retro night and shit. And uh, I don't know, something, something dropped in my memory. I don't know if I look at some, but uh, you know what? I think that I think that first Sonic movie that just came out you know, last year, the year before, or some shit. And it made me think about the uh, about the soundtrack. So I went back and listened to uh, listen to that uh, that whole soundtrack. And I'm like, that's it. That's it. I think I think mm-hmm. that was the main thing going into 
to the nineties in video games, like that soundtrack, really, like even the soundtrack for um Streets of Rage. The soundtrack oh, Streets of Rage, fire, it's a great. fire. All that, all, all that, you know, all that the synthesizer music and that shit, right? Mm-hmm. That shit, mm-hmm. fire. I mean, that's one of the uh, mm-hmm. big things I definitely upgrade for the nineties. Definitely the soundtrack for, for some of these games and shit. Uh, then you know we had an upgrade, of course too. So of course now we we introducing uh, Madden and Bulls Bulls vs Blazer. Oh, those were the joints. Those were the joints. Uh, Bulls oh versus Blazers. Bulls versus Lakers. Yeah, Bulls versus Lakers. I think the first one out that was it the first one out of the series. I think the, I think it was Celtics versus Lakers. I think was maybe the mm-hmm. very first. It might have been. But, it might have been. I had that one. I, I definitely started with the the, the, the next two. But yeah, Bulls 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 versus Lakers. That time was that, was, that, that at that time was the epitome of basketball right there. Like Pretty much the precursor, basically the precursor of the NBA Live. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, did you play um another type basketball game? Did you play uh, Jordan versus Bird? Did you have that joint or play that joint? Mm-hmm. I played it. Yeah. I played it because I had. It was such a weird. Now that I'm older, and I think about it, like it was just such a weird era, because they were really uh-huh. like Jordan versus Bird, and that was never really a thing. Yeah, that was you know it, it, you know they had that one series back in the eighties you know oh. with Jordan you know oh. lit, lit, uh, Boston Garden up with that sixty three you know like sixty three points and whatever. Uh-huh. But outside of outside of that, outside like, of yeah, that, it wasn't like be for smoke. Like it wasn't anything about that. All right. <laughs> I mean, what it should have been, it should have been Jordan versus uh, what's my boy uh, Isaiah Thomas. It should have been Jordan versus Isaiah Thomas. That's what it should have been. Like they they had a, a more of a rivalry than uh than uh Bird versus Jordan yeah but you're right about that yeah thinking about it now like yeah there wasn't wasn't no uh real rivalry between between the dudes they weren't the same it wasn't really the same ever like it wasn't uh uh-uh. you know I'm saying like it would have been Magic versus Bird yeah exactly. Jordan, I, I would even see Jordan versus Barkley like it should have been some shit like that right but yeah it's weird. I guess, yeah, they, I guess they wanted a, I guess they wanted a white dude on you know, a white dude on that joint so that's where it is, but uh I definitely like the uh they had the dunk contest mode on that joint. That shit was fire. I mean all my friends and, and cousins and shit battle on a you know, three point contest joint. That's, that shit was definitely fire. Yeah, I remember um, it was it was it was entertaining. Uh huh. So did you did you get into Madden early at that point? Was you into Madden there, or were you just nah? I didn't really get into Madden until way after his basketball. Okay, okay. You wasn't fucking with Madden '93. I played it, but it wasn't what I was here for. I was NBA Live. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I was here for. So what was the what was the first official NBA Live jump you played? Live '95. '95. I have. I had a New York Knicks. I know you all New York Knicks on that joint. Oh, Knicks. But I also had, like, my <laughs> Western Conference team. Back then, everybody had, like, two or three teams that they liked. And, you know, my yeah, Western yeah, Conference sure. team was always the Supersonic. So. Mm, yeah. So who do you, who do you, who do you, uh, who do you hone your skills with? With a cousin, a friend at that time? Any, I was, it was family, few friends here and there, brothers, 
I mm-hmm. just play as much as I could. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just really yeah. wanted to play a lot. And, you know, amongst all the basketball games that I've played since then, nothing really felt quite like that. Like, that was just like, yeah, I want, you know, I want to build this team. I want to put, you know, Clyde Drexler on the Knicks with Patrick Ewing, and then I want to do this. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you start yeah. having way too much fun. Not even the basketball itself. You start tinkering. Like, how can I do this? Start tinkering. Exactly. How can I figure this out? How can I do this? Superstars. Yeah. These two superstars I love in real life. How can I get these dudes to get on the same team and figure this out? Because, you know, you, you kind of get into the, the the foundation of, you know, uh, what me and Logic are. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, as far as our, our minds when it comes to basketball and uh, formulating the team and how teams should be built. You know, so you, you really have in the 90s now, we'll get a get a glimpse into, you know, where, where we're heading to. And, uh, yeah, that was really the basis <laughs> for it. It was just always like, how can I make this better? What can I do? What can uh-huh. I switch? What can I change? Okay, I, you know. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just, you always kind of looked at it that way. And those video games gave you that opportunity to just kind of do that, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah definitely Live 95 was a big joint. Uh, uh, I think, uh, by the time we met, you know, the, 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 big, the big boy in the block was, <laughs> was Live 99, you know what I'm saying? So after you and I uh, crossed paths at Largo and shit, you know, one of the first mm-hmm. things we started talking about that. After, uh, after that, uh, ain't no girl, you know, we started asking, you know. You know <laughs> it's an emo. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, uh, one shared moment, for sure. Uh, what, what were some of our interests and things we liked at that time? So, you know, one of the first things me and Logic talked about was, you know, it was probably with Live Live 98. I guess it was probably within like Live 98 or whatever. Yeah. Talking about NBA Live. How good and finding out what, team, what teams you liked and shit. And, uh, and uh, yeah, once you, once you start uh, linking up and shit, you know, I introduced you to all my friends and shit. And you already know you. Four or five, five of us in, in, in my living room, or, uh, or even Joe, you know, Joe's living room. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we would get to them battles, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit, shit, shit would get crazy. So, yeah, she was fun, man. We were so mm-hmm. good. Uh, by that point, by that point, you, what you say, uh, Live 9899, I was the guy. My guy. Right before That's the, the guy. Yeah, right before the big three. There was, you know, Van, Van Baker was kind of running the show out there in Milwaukee. From the uh, mid, mid to late 90s and shit. Mm-hmm. Multiple time all-star, everything. Yeah, so. And I was definitely uh, an intersectional point for us. And, uh, definitely got to that joint. So, yeah, you know, yeah, the games, you know, the games got vicious. Uh, but, uh, on the uh, TV show, TV show slash movie side, uh, 
Any movies stand out to you for the nineties now? You know, once again the technology starting to get a little crazy yeah. on the movie side. One of my favorites was always Big Trouble in Little China. I don't know what it was about it. It's just it's something about that movie that did it for me. Yeah. And I think that was like 91. Sick. Who was in that? Was, that was, uh, that was, Kurt that Russell. was Russell, uh, Kurt Russell. The chick from um, Sex in the City. Yeah, yeah. Um, I him, uh, yeah, I always forget her name. Yeah, that was that was that was a movie. Um, it's just a weirdo. It's just, but for a kid like me, like that was all the things that you liked in one movie at one time. So it had like monsters and kung fu, and you know what I'm saying like it, just, it was just like a mixture of everything that I was into at the time. Like it was like the perfect yeah. time for that movie to hit me like that. Yeah, I think the uh, one the first. Well, actually, you know what we well, you know we got well, that show came out nineteen. I think it came out nineteen ninety. I, then the first, uh, I think the first Ninja Turtles came out in 1990, right? You said the first Ninja Turtles? Yeah. yeah. I think that was 89. It I might think it was right there on the cuffs. Yeah, I think it was right there on the cuffs. But uh, I know one of the first ones that for me in the 90s was, uh, I think, a huge, a huge moment. I think this for cinema overall. Cause it, was, it was like, the, I think the biggest spectacle at that time was <laughs> Terminator 2. Terminator oh, man. Two, like this, Best movie yeah, I ever saw. Right Nigga, what? Best movie. Uh, in my opinion, it's the no, best uh, movie I've ever seen in a theater. Ever. You might be ever. right. You, you might be right. Ever. <laughs> you might be it right. Took, that joint it, took everything, it took everything you loved about the first one and then blew it the fuck out the water. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's only a couple movies that have done that. There's only a couple movies that I could think of that, you know, the sequel was that much better than the original. It was like Aliens. Than the original. Yeah, exactly. it was better. Like, yeah. but that much better. Like, it was so much better. You didn't really want to watch the original anymore. Like, I don't even need to see that shit. No, I, I didn't care. Yeah, I didn't care. No more didn't after that. Like, didn't even matter. Didn't even matter. Didn't even matter. Yeah, I mean, I mean, just 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 the technology. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, because I think at that time, you know, I just remember from the first Terminator movie. You know, just I I think the biggest. Scene out of the first Terminator was this when the turn uh, when Arnold pulled up to the uh, <laughs> to the uh, to the police station, and I had my uh, uh, I can't remember the black actor at that time, but he you know he had been on a lot of movies. Paul Whitford. Like he was, he was, he was, Paul, Paul Whitford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he and uh, was Sarah was hiding out in that joint, and, and mm-hmm. he told him, go, go. He threw her in the room like yo, hide. We'll be back. And all you <laughs> all you hear. Is, Oh yeah, it's on out there doing with the, yep, out there with the extendo, this lane, lane, way like twenty, black, 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 laying a whole joke down. Damn, damn, that bro. was like the biggest, right? So that was just like the biggest takeaway. So it was just like a moment for that first movie, but the the second movie, the whole was movie was nothing the but movies. It was the whole movie was the moment. It was that times eight every time. Oh my god. Do you remember? The, you remember the opening scene? You know, uh, what's name was having that dream, playing with the kids at the. Uh, well, she was behind the fence, and the kids were playing at the park. Yeah, you know, they were like out, blew they up. were like outside. It blew up, and you see the atomic bomb go off from Skynet, and, and you just see all the skin just blowing off the bones and shit. <laughs> like, I'm like, yo, what is this? Like, it was, it was some. 
road shit, bro. And you know, I wasn't even here in DC to watch that joint. I was actually on a uh, family uh, trip to an ATL. Yeah, went to uh-huh. ATL to go down, go down there to um, uh, Six Flags over Georgia, or Six Flags, Raiders, whatever that joint's called, uh, down there in ATL. And uh, so we was down there for that joint. But the movie happened to come out that weekend. We went to go see it while we was down there. That was like one of the. Just that with that movie alone was like one of the greatest vacations I, I had. You know, going to watch that joint, but yeah, mm-hmm. that, that joint, on the T one thousand with the, the liquid liquid metal nigga. Oh, duh, duh. <sighs> when that nigga was running behind him, and he yeah, was like splashing him with the shot, he do taking him drinks and running like I was, it was just everything. It's like, like that was just man was I, I running just, like Cooper Cup. <laughs> like going for it, like going for it, dogging, and you just like, ah, oh, man, you just, it, it, you, I don't know, I don't know how to say it any differently. It just was, it was everything. It, never seen anything like that. The graphics, like the budget went up. You could tell, you know, like the first Terminator, yeah, the budget wasn't as high. Like this one was high. No, like they gave him bread. James Cameron got some bread. And he used it right. Big so everything was like better. All right. Crazy thing to find out years later. You find out that the, the original writer, the author for the for Terminator, was the black woman. Yeah. She, she uh, yeah, and she uh, had a script for that joint, and she said, uh, "I saw even like a year or two ago that she actually wanted to connect that universe of." Terminator was because she also wrote the original uh, The Matrix, which we're going to get to in a second, too. We're going to get to in a minute, but she she actually wanted to kind of have them in, I think, in a kind of insane universe or whatever, so when it was crazy to find out, you know, years later. But, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, Terminator, that was like, that was like one of the first movies that actually I was, <laughs> I was scared for the, you know, for the heroes and shit. Like, I'm like, you know, how the hell are you going to stop this nigga? Like, you know, yeah, yeah, like he looked pretty unstoppable to me. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Oh. yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember when they were in the in the factory? <laughs> you know, he had to put him in that grinder and he had to do the pole through that nigga through Arnold, and he had, you know, he had shut down. I'm like, damn, bro, like it's, it's gonna really end bad with it. Yes, yes, you had to do all that just to stop this one nigga, right? Because he don't care, it's crazy. right? Uh, yeah, that's Terminator 2. Uh, another joint for me. I think at the time was on the softest side of homo. Uh, <laughs> I got to put a, <laughs> I got to put that first home alone in that joint. First, the first home alone. I saw so, it. I remember it. I remember it. You know, the calling talking was a, was a whole thing back then or whatever. But uh, definitely, uh, seeing, uh, you know, for the Christmas season, seeing Home Alone. That was definitely, definitely an adventure in it, in its own right. But I think the next, I don't know if he was into that jump, but I think the next big movie moment, just like you said, uh, Terminator 2 kind of set the precedent for a big spectacles now. So I think the next movie after that was uh, our, our man Will Smith with uh, the first Independence Day. Did you watch that, John? Yeah, I did. <laughs> It was good. Okay, friend. Yeah, classic Jeff Goldblum. Oh my 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I rock with Jeff, so you know, if he's around, I rock with him. he's gonna make exactly. everything funny. Exactly. So, you remember that uh, uh, '90s movie? Did you remember that movie? I think it was called. What was it called? Undercover. You remember that movie? Uh, Jeff Goldblum did with uh, Deep Cover. Deep Cover. Yeah. Uh, oh, I that too. Yeah, I thought that is funny in there too. Funny thing that joint. So yeah, that, uh, Jeff was definitely uh, doing his thing because uh, he also did. He was also in uh, it was one of me and my Joe Joe's favorite moments as uh, when Jeff Oblong was in um, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Running and screaming. <laughs> I know you. I know you're so sarcastic in every every movie you do. So, but um, yeah, yeah. I think uh, Independence Day, but. Another big moment that uh, by the time we get to the late nineties, uh, and we start moving into uh, then uh, I'm moving like in ninety nine, ninety nine, uh, hidden tiger, hidden dragon. I do. Then I come out like I think ninety eight, ninety nine. It was like ninety eight. That's when it came out. Ninety nine. Yeah, I think yeah. I was for that. that was, it was the shit, though. I don't know how much you saw them. Shit. Yeah, nah. They were, they, were, they were the first movie that used that, uh, you know, kind of used that loud wire for the movement, you know, that people mm-hmm. you know, skipping, <laughs> skipping through the air. And, it's just, it was, crazy, it was uh, beautiful. It was, it was done very beautiful. And it was just like people doing uh-huh. something weird I've never seen people do. But it was pretty. Right. Of it. But, Attractive, so it was just like you weren't really thinking these motherfuckers flying right now. But they was, just, but they was literally just like actually, you know, walking off trees and shit. Right. But you know what? That joint actually came out two thousand. Right now, that joint came out two thousand. Okay, yeah, it's right there on the nose, gotcha. Yeah, like the uh, this right, yeah, uh, I mean, so <laughs> definitely the biggest movie leaving leaving the night. Definitely Matrix. Uh, like I said, yeah. I've been talking about before. Uh, talking about me, you were talking about a couple years ago. Uh, I'm like you usually play the the Matrix video game. So what a uh, how, how big was the moment for you for Matrix when that movie came out? Yeah, I, I didn't like as much as other people. I didn't like this much. Like, no. I think there were other people who just went crazy about it. I thought it was all right, but yeah, yeah. I wasn't. I didn't. The Matrix Two was the one that did it for me. The second one, where they was just fucking fighting, like that did it for me. Right. But the okay. first one, so I, like, I represent what the yeah. moment meant for. Right. In general, it was just you know, nobody had seen it done like that. Right. Yeah, because I think I think the first one was more more of a. You know, I, I did love it. Uh, I think it was more of a monologue. You know, that that first movie. You know, a lot of a lot of talking that comes setting up the world. But uh, you know, I had this moment because you know, just watching it uh, turn, kind of embrace and turn into Neo. You know, Neo the one. You know, what I'm saying like at the end of the end of the movie, 
Makes you realize he was a god and shit at the you know the end of Germany dealing with the yeah. angels in the hallway. You know, then you can see the you know you can see all the binary numbers, you know, <laughs> in the matrix and shit. So then uh, kind of charge charge at them niggas and run through them and again you know taking the energy of the of the agent. <laughs> the two dudes, the other two agents looked look at each other, ran the fuck off, like shit. But uh. Yeah, that made that too is definitely real. Um, it definitely took us to the but you know, we'll we'll get to that about two thousand talk. Uh okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Matrix is definitely definitely a big movie at that time, you know what I'm saying? Um uh, was there any uh, T V shows he was on at that time in the nineties? Let's see, the nineties. The nineties was definitely, you know, the regulars, the family matters, the Mars. Mm-hmm. New York Undercover. I think the Wayne's Rubber Show first came out in like 98 or 97. So I was on that. Dawson's Creek was out. That's my shit. Yeah, when you talk about Dawson's Creek back in the day. That's my shit. That was the one. That was the one. Did it for me. And then, (laughs) of course, you know, step by step. You know what I'm saying? Like, some shit. They live in color. Oh, yeah. Big. Which is yeah. actually funnier now than it was then. It's funnier now. Like I can't believe they got away with a lot of that shit. Yeah, but you know, but, you know, like we talked about on the last uh about the talking about how everything, you know, in your face in the eighties and that continued right into the nineties, you know. Uh, yeah, nineties was just like yeah. Yeah. It, it, you know, there was no uh there was no censoring like it is now, like off the cuff. Throw it out there. Especially Fox, you know, Fox was out of all the uh, major networks at that time. Fox was the edgiest, you know, the edgiest network, so they did some things. I don't know how it was tough back then. And, uh, you know, Living Color was a bunch of one of those shows, and of course, you know, Married, <laughs> Married with Children, Al Bundy, mm-hmm. you know, they were those, mm-hmm. those raunchy, sexual, mm-hmm. and those in that genre. Nothing getting to it. ones were kind of rough, but mm-hmm. it just got it just got better and better. It, it just I don't know. It's, I think that's one of the things at the core of our friendship was just random oh, Simpson references. Like, 
like this right. is the part of the show that we'll talk for like hours and hours about this stuff. Because the Simpsons was really yeah, just it had a sense of humor that was very. Oh, you had to be smart. You had to be smart to get that work. Mm-hmm. It wasn't for dummies. It was like for smart people. So if you were intelligent, some of the joints were just super funny. Uh, with, that, with that Sunday night lineup, some students on, I think, like uh, King of the Hill, King of the Hill. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, we were coming to, you know, we were coming to school the next, the following Monday, and, you know, have our, like, have our, <laughs> our water fountain, you know, you know, we'll meet up, you know, in our spot, and at half an hour before the bell rung, you know, all laughing about the Simpsons, talking about, uh, talking about football, you know, whatever, whatever happened that weekend, but, uh, yeah, Simpsons was definitely one of the major topics we had every, every Monday morning, you know, <laughs> like I said, that don't carry on through the whole day. Day or two, through that week until the you know, get to the next episode. So yeah, since it's definitely big. Uh, like I said, we all come to cover. Uh, they went other other major movies. I think for me, uh, I think uh, no TV, no Homer. beer, and Homer goes something, something, something crazy. Something. Don't mind if I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, real quick, and another, I think another movie moment uh, me was uh, <laughs> watching uh, that the first uh, uh, house party. You know, yeah, that was good yeah, that was that was um, that was the one. That was, that was definitely a moment because you know, especially as uh, you know, you starting to get into our young younger teenager years. So it was like, dang, kids that uh, kids having uh, having a. You know, Having a party and shit, and it's like, man, it's, 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 it's like this will be a wild ass night, you know, some, you know, to be a part of and shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You felt like that's a party that was worth it to go to. Exactly. Like all the bullshit that went on was like, yeah, I, yeah, I went through that for that party too. Yeah, I went through it too. Exactly. Rest in peace to my brother uh, Ron Harris. You know, the father. Yeah. father. Yeah. Oh, Larry. Oh, Larry. That baby came up in the party and said, Y'all ain't doing something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> wrong. God damn it. You wrong. <laughs> Jerry Curl dripping juice face. That, eh, he just was going in on this kid. You can't even commit no crime. <laughs> follow the drip. Just know where you are. Just follow the drip. Follow the drip. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, you know, and, and if you, you know, it's funny now because you, uh, you know, recent years you you heard the stories how they, you know, how they all came together, you know, to make that movie, and it was like a really small budget. And, yeah, know, it was very play. independent and black. Yes, very independent, yeah. very black. Yeah, because you know, Kid and Play and uh, Martin, they they all had kind of knew each other, you know. Uh, they also, I think they also knew like Salt and Pepper at that time. Like, so the, mm-hmm. you know, it was kind of like this hip hop trinity. You know, I know Salt and Pepper wasn't in the movie, mm-hmm. but 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 uh, I think know, they, they had the same agent around. at one time. I think they had the same exactly. manager. What was his name? Love Bug or some shit like that. It was some dude. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was both. Yep, yep. I think it was all of their mm-hmm. managers. Mm-hmm. And so you know, a lot of times, you know, 
anything that had anything to do with salt and pepper would have them involved or vice versa. They're kind of using that, uh, they're kind of using kind of like that go go sound at the time. Mm hmm. Early, mm hmm. Early 90s. Like a mm-hmm. lot of, uh, you know, party, party music at that time, but, uh, lots yeah, of you know, like very, Mm-hmm. They had a uh, very small budget for that movie, but uh, and he had you know Tisha and uh, uh, what's name that played Sharon, you know, kind of like the Jersey Girls or whatever. Um, they bought they. I even saw a couple of weeks ago that uh, uh, old girl that played Sharon in that joint. Uh, she actually is the one that uh, gave the idea of having the, the big dance battle. You know, the big probably like the biggest moment in the movie. Yeah, yeah, like the, 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 the whole day. point of the movie was that bad. Like the whole point of the yep. movie was that bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she actually came up with that. Now. She was like, you know, we all, you know, we we all dance. You know, she was uh, she was like a hip hop dancer at that time. She was like, yeah, you want, yeah want she, to she, she, she had the body for the ideas. Mm-hmm. Everybody bought something to that movie, so uh, I, yeah, I think that was uh, house, house party was definitely a big moment. Black, Huge moment. Black. My man said, I'm about to go put my game down on that thing. Nigga, you ain't got no game. She don't know that. She don't know that. <laughs> it, was, it, was like, it, it was like the light went off in my head. Like it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. It's, it's just the way he said it. It's just like, she don't know that. I was like, yeah. Like I got that immediately. Like, yeah, that's what you really right. got to do. Right. Yeah. I'm going to get those digits. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm going to get those digits. <laughs> that nigga, that nigga grew. Yeah. yeah. Then, yeah. then he got drunk. And then he was supposed to be the, yep, he was supposed to be the original dance party with Kid, but that nigga was so drunk. So he did that little spin move, that nigga passed Hello. the fuck out. The playhead. And then he did like a move and he started busting down and then he like spun yep. and like fell into the kitchen. Spun. Exactly. Yeah, he was out. Chill, chill. Had to grab that band. Like, yeah, that, was, mm-hmm. that was it. So, and uh, then uh, and Chill and Martin. In. Chill and Martin at the DJ table. Stop bumping the table. Oh, my God. Like, I was like, dang. <laughs> Martin at that time had to be a, what, a buck five smoking wet, bro. And Chill was just like, little nigga, please. <laughs> It's just the way he looked at this nigga in his face. Like, right. He's like, yo, yo, help me. He's like, yo, chill, help me. Like, play had to come over there and rescue. Yeah, had to rescue and, like, Mark. rescue this nigga. Yeah, yeah, like, get this nigga yeah, out the way. Yeah. Right. And he was just looking at this dude. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm talking to him. Yeah, exactly. That was my man for that. Oh, yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. yeah, that was definitely, uh, Big movie uh, for me cult- culturally, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, we had movies like, uh, of course, you know, some of the more dramatic movies, I think, uh, uh, Boys in the Hood. Ah, uh, uh, that was a rough one. That was a rough one. Rough, rough one, like, like, you just, you just got, Ricky just had to go play that damn, that damn lotto. He had to go play that damn scratch on, on you. Come on, man. Uh, Come on, man. Yeah. Then, you know, then, then to carry that man home. Mm. Sure, punch the clock on <laughs> old boy Rick, though. 
<laughs> he should have fallen Trey, 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 Trey the smart ass joint. He's like, yo, maybe we should stick together. He's like, nah, we split up. I wish my Ricky took the wrong alley, bro. And no way to go. Bro. Poor Ricky. That shit's going up. <laughs> that shit, that was, that was definitely a seminal moment for me here as a kid, you know, especially. Especially, you know, like I said, you know, we we in the middle of the, you know, obviously the drug era once again, you know, in the nineties. So now we're dealing with gangs, you know, then we find you know, we find we're kinda of finding out after the music with NWA and Ice Cube and Dr. Dreams, you know, we kinda of find out more what's going on, you know, on the West Coast. So, you know, you had that gang line. Yeah. You know, so we we kinda of getting a, a, a purview into, you know, what's going out on uh, the West Coast because at the same time, you know, on the East Coast. You know, we had, uh, <laughs> you know, we had New Jack City, you know what I'm saying? Was that, uh, was, you still, was you still up there in New York or was you, were you in New York or were you Philly at that time when uh, New Jack City came out? Was, uh, I think it was, was in Philly. Okay. It was huge everywhere. Well, you know. it, was, it was, it was one of them I ones. mean, it's definitely huge. It was, it was one of them ones. I mean, like it just was, uh-huh. you know, everybody wanted to be Nino Brown for Halloween and shit. Like it was one of those ones. Like, <laughs> Well, just, <laughs> you, you make sure you, you had to have it as long as you could be, uh, you know, you had to make sure you had that damn knife with you. <laughs> you had to be in all black with that knife. Mm-hmm. Had, mm-hmm. had, had that light skin nigga uh, sit down <laughs> before I make change. Nigga, like, yo, yeah. <laughs> motherfucker. I was like, yo, I, I, I didn't gonna do uh, do my man. They bigger than Nino Brown, baby. Hmm. I'm not, you know. They would uh when they when they pulled up on the block. <laughs> Rock a bye, baby. Right. Rock a bye, baby. <laughs> Rock a bye, baby. So, you know, you had that dynamic, the East Coast dynamic going on. You know. It's a great like film. That. Great film, great film. You know, uh, did that come out in the night? Or was that an age movie? What, uh, what year did uh, King of New York come out with uh, my man uh, Christopher? Uh, Christopher Walker? I think yeah. it was 90. That was my 90, shit, too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Jimmy Jump. Yeah. Jimmy Jump. That was my guy. Yeah, came right up, right out nineteen ninety. Came right out. Mm-hmm. Right the of the I remember. Day, yeah. That shit was that shit was mm-hmm. different. That shit was different. That was different. Like the like the the mood in that joint, the tone, you know. Saying the oh man, that was, that was that was New York back then. That was New York. Yeah, back then. it was grimy. It's like grimy and dark yeah. and grimy yeah, and grimy dark. dark. And it was alleys and shit. And you didn't know what was going on. And none yeah. of them. You, wanna, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it had that feeling. Yeah. It had that feeling to it. And so, you know. And, you know, just everybody in the movie looked like they was committed to whatever it was they was trying to bring to the movie. Yeah, so it was yeah, like a lot of... Yeah, whatever. From something that... Whatever they're... It's like a lot of commitment. Whatever their... Yeah, whatever their portrayal was in that joint was like... But once again, you can tell it's like another low-budget movie, but mm-hmm. everybody and in that joint, everybody is committed. Committed. Mm-hmm. 
you know, that don't kind of feel like the, uh, <laughs> kind of felt like the, you know, the sub the subway scene in um, Michael Jackson's uh, uh, bad video. Mm-hmm. Remember this? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it kind of felt like that or whatever. So definitely felt like that. Mm-hmm. It was, it was special, man. It was special. Man. I just saw it. I think I just saw it the other day. Come on, Jimmy. Be a man, Jimmy. I got some chicken for you, chicken eating. <laughs> I was like, wow. Like, was, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of great movies in the in the nineties. You know what I'm saying? A lot of uh, phenomenal moments. Uh, of course, you know we got to get to it, man. So, uh, music, music wise, you know where where oh, we at? Oh, buddy. <laughs> it's when things get real juicy. We're what were you uh, at as a kid, you know what I'm saying? Uh, 10, 10, 11 years old. Well, where were we at? Oh, uh, buddy. I was Tribe Called Quest Down. Fave group of all time. Mm. Mm. I think Bonita Applebaum uh, was the first song that did it for me. Like, I think that was really the first song. I had heard, you know, other stuff, but it just was something about that. Uh-huh. That just kind of, you know, even that. Well, it resonated with you. What resonated with you at that time? Here was it? Was it just the song, or do you have to see the video first, or what? What was it? Was the song and the video combined, and the wild ass clothes that he was wearing, and they just did whatever they wanted to do. Yeah, and they made like the type of rap music that I could play in front of my mom, and she'd be like, "All right, that's all right." Because it was cool, but they wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you could play that in front of her. She went like trick trick, and then yeah, then. Yeah. The music was good, you know what I'm saying, and it just had a feel uh-huh. to it. I don't, I don't, I don't know any better way to say it. It just has a feel to it, and so now, even today, when I listen to music, that's the standard that I'm judging everything on. Do I feel like this? When you know what I'm saying, X Y Z makes a that song, feel does it feel like that? No, then I'm probably not right. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that gangster. He uh... said what? Gangster bitch. That was amazing. It's amazing. You know who produced that? Q-Tip. Uh, um, Q-Tip produced that? Thing? I never knew that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Makes sense now, because I, yeah, I love that song. That you beat, think, that about that yeah. Yeah. think about uh, it. Think about it. It makes sense now. It makes sense now. That nigga had that one joint, but uh, that was a Apache, right? Yes. That was a joint. Yeah, my, my nigga, that was a joint. <laughs> He's a gangster, yeah. So yeah, you you kind of had that, uh, you know that that spoken that spoken word, but you know. So since you liked um, the tribe at that time, was you, you know was you was you into like De La Soul too, yep. or whatever yep. kind of like okay, yeah, yeah, all the way, you know, all the way, all everybody, every Moni Love, mm. I was I was on it. Cause they just, I felt like they were speaking my language. It felt like they was talking just to me. Just me. Uh-huh. Yeah, you see Moni Love lately? She's, you know, she's still, she's still exactly yeah, she's the beautiful. same. She's beautiful. She's gorgeous. And I think she does, uh, you know, she's into uh, coming the social justice thing. And and I, I don't think I remember. Did you know back then that he was that she's also was from uh, the UK or whatever? I didn't. I didn't. Yes. I, didn't know. I thought she was just like another New York chick. Yeah. Uh, I, I, just I knew she was from. 
I knew she, I didn't know where, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is, you know, uh, you yeah. know, especially at our age back then, you know. Uh-huh, like, uh-huh. The UK was just, you know, it might as well have been a boom. Like, if somebody said they was from there, you go, okay. and Because you didn't even really mentally have a picture of what that looked like or what that place was. It just wasn't America. But I knew that she was from there, and I knew that uh, Slick Rick, the ruler, was from there too, and that was my guy too. I'm about to say, yeah, see, I knew that. That was my guy too. Because, yeah, oh my god, yeah, but definitely, that I, mean, I, was, I knew that kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, because of that, he was crossing you know, across the pond, whatever. But yeah, Rick, yeah, Ricky D, yeah, that's definitely MC Ricky D. So. Oh god, oh, sure. one of the oh, most yeah. timeless flows. If we talk about rapping, one of the most timeless hmm. flows ever. Nobody will ever sound that comfortable on a microphone. <laughs> right, you're right because even as as much of a flow in the words, like he brought a common nature to every joint he was on. You know what I'm saying? And, like, and, and it's like the beat just did a backflip. Match it, it matched it. Yeah, it just matched yeah, it. It, it, matched it. It, it. It matched it. Yeah. Hey, Young World, that's one of my. You yeah. Know, it's hard yeah. to put a lot of top ten songs, but that "Hey Young World" is one of my greatest yeah. songs, hip hop joints of all time. That's all up time. there. That's up there. That's 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 a classic. Mm-hmm. That's a classic. That is a classic. There's a reason why we call some of these yeah. things like that classics because they just. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's just that feeling. That, that feeling you get. You, you couldn't. You didn't know what it was, but you, you just know it felt good. You know what I'm saying? You just know. And, uh, you, you get that feeling every time, especially you know, waiting for that joint to come on. You know, at that time, come on the box. You know, what I'm saying or mm-hmm. or uh, or if you're watching uh, Yellow and TV raps. You know, what I'm saying which is another another huge show in the '90s. You know, what I'm saying late '80s, early '90s. You know, mm-hmm. TV raps at the time, so yeah, you just watch it, waiting for this, play the video, whatever. So yeah. Um, so branching out from uh, tribe for you, you know, uh, who else was you uh, kind of getting into in the, in the early nineties? Honestly, most of most of the things I gravitated towards, and I think that's one of the things that, as we talk about this, the listeners understand. Uh-huh. I was always more motivated towards production than a lot of other things. Yes, and so I was more into things that was produced by certain people and that's what I kind of mm-hmm. and then I got into the raps around that but it was you know exactly. back then it was exactly. Premier back then it was Pete Oof. all about it you know early Dilla Large Professor Large Professor DITC Digging in the crate, you know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was just crazy. So for me, it was just production, production, and just listening to these producers. You know, I mean, that's really what I was into. Like, I tried my hand at DJ, wasn't good at that at all. But I tried my hand at it because it, you just wanted to. That was the time. It felt like this is what you should. Yeah, I remember. I remember uh, one of the first times we came over to you. Uh, one of the first times we came over to your crib. Uh, once we yeah, started hanging out outside of. You had you had the uh, you didn't have you you didn't have the new marks. Did you have new marks or did you have um, what was the joint you the, the pair the uh, the pair of joints you had? Um, was it the new marks? Probably new marks. 
Yeah, they get the, the new ball. And actually seeing you, seeing you with them joints yourself, <laughs> I ran home. I was like, yo, I got to get my own papers like you. You know, one of the things that, you know, that, that bonds us, like you said, uh, for us, you know, you hear all the time, a lot, a lot of hip-hop here is always talking about lyrics and other entendres, you know, you know, all that shit was cool. But I think the, the foundation or the base of any great song is always going to be the production. And I think the, I think the, the lyrics is what complement the beat, but you, you got to have a, a beat first before for them the lyrics uh, get laid down or whatever, so... Yeah, after seeing you with those, uh, <laughs> with your own set, I was like, yo, I got to get my own. I, I had to go get paid, go get paid on myself later on from uh, the music store and shit. Like, definitely had to do that. But, uh, yeah, uh, so, you know, heading out of the early 90s, you know, it was kind of like you said, kind of into that uh, native tongues. But, you know, we started getting, you know, by the time we get to, like, the mid-90s, I think we started getting a uh, a little grimy, you know, we started kind of into that. Yeah, everything kind of you comes know. full circle. You know, there was a lot of homage mm-hmm. in there. There was a lot of Oof. M-O-B-B in there. There was a lot of, you know, yeah. Joe Wu-Tang. Crack and Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang and, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But it was just so much to choose from. And it was all, to me, kind of similar mm-hmm. because it was all, you just felt that way about it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Buster Rhymes' first album, one of the greatest albums ever to me. And, you know, but everybody mm-hmm. kind of got their own thing. Like, you didn't have to like the thing that everybody else liked. Like, you could have your own. Absolutely. Thing. Like, yeah. You could have your own, definitely have your own lane. You know, uh, I know for me, uh, in the early 90s, for me, uh, you know, but I was obviously young. I, you know, I couldn't go, go buy, you know, just like you talked about with your mom. Like, I couldn't go out and buy, like, ask my mom to go buy me, you know, one of them folk ass, you know, hip hop albums. Yeah. So, uh, the things I had to listen to for me, you know, in the early 90s were, uh, you know, a lot of the West Coast because uh, my stepfather, he was in, you know, he he, he had a background, in, you know, dealing with, uh, you know, funk music. So he was all into the George Clinton. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that's kind of how they came together. It was real funk heavy. Right. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you remember, you remember uh, back in the 90s, uh, the, uh, the first uh, CD delivery joint. Remember, you remember Columbia House? <laughs> yeah, they used to ninety nine cent. You get a thousand CDs and then a thousand, thousand cents. Yeah, ninety nine cent. You could have exactly. So uh, my dad had signed. My stepfather had signed up for that joint. So some of the first hip hop albums I was able to listen to was you know like Snoop Joint, Dr. Dre, and W.A. Like I said, because of that that funk music and that. They put into that music on the West Coast, you know, those are the, the albums he, you know, gravitated towards. So I was kind of listening to that, even though, you know, I'm an East Coast nigga. So I would get my East Coast music at that time, you know, like I said, listening to the box, you know, uh, TV jams and all that shit. So I didn't have like no super East Coast albums. One thing I think he had at that time was like uh, Public Enemy. Yeah. Up there with Black Planet. Yeah, I that was that great. A lot, though. <laughs> I, I played that a lot, so. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, by the time uh, that's all my mom had split, you know, uh, <laughs> obviously the music went with him. So, um, <laughs> so you know, I was just, <laughs> I was kind of listening, you know, to a lot of radio singles and shit like that, heading to the you know late uh, late late nineties or whatever. But 
meeting you, you know, like I said, this is kind of our origin origin story. You know, you you, you put me on to uh, with this <laughs> change my life was was basically that that first. <clears throat> I know they had an uh, album before, but I you know I don't count that as their first the first official album for me was, was the infamous. You know, ah. <laughs> you bought you bought that album to me like you gotta hear it. Yeah, you gotta hear it. It's the foundation. If you get this, you get everything else. I've had right. multiple and arguments it, it, on the internet with people, uh-huh. and I stand by my claim that production-wise, uh-huh. it's much better than Illmatic. It's not even close. Much better. Yep. Much better. Close. It's not even better. It's much better. It's just a better. Uh-huh. It's just better. Now, rap-wise, you right. could argue that, but right, right, of course. But production-wise, the feeling. Product- oh man, yeah. the feeling was man, and it was the whole album too. It was the whole the entire whole album, yeah. album. You played this right from the beginning to the end, and it felt together. It had like a tone to it that was just dope. And then these niggas mm-hmm. were spitting the most wildest shit ever. <laughs> the grimiest, oh, wildest. He sounded album. like the most murderous nigga ever. Like this nigga was killing everything. It's great. Was right, right. Hey. You know, you really didn't get that from the Bob Man. Like I said, you had uh, Honest. You know, Honest kind of, kind of set that tone for a little bit, but it's like Pete. They did. <laughs> like Pete just took, Pete just took that shit to the next level. Nah, Pete just went to like maybe. a murderous. You know, until you really saw the nigga, and he was like, this dude was like five foot yeah. three. All of them soaking wet. No, all of them, yeah, like no, yeah, like, but you guys are barking on grown niggas, like. Ugh. <laughs> You know, that, you know, that might be like really literally like the first rap artist that kind of came across as scary to me. Like that nigga was like, wow, like fuck. This nigga told And then you see him, he's like this little dude. It's like, oh, okay. Right. Especially, you know, uh, by the time we got to uh, Hell on Earth, you know, this, this you know, he's going to smack at uh, he's going to smack at Tupac. So it, it, it made it, it made it, it made it even more vagina at that time. Like we saw Pete, like damn, this, this nigga is firing on Tupac. Like you know, like fifty fifty thousand dollars worth of gun clapping. Oh, what was the name of that song in the in the intro? Did you drop drop a uh, it was drop in the a project. It was in the project. It comes was like yeah, there you go. He right there. He right there. Give me the clip. Give me the clip. You hand me, you hand me, hand me yeah, the drum. Let me get that. I'm, 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 right, I'm a bump, I'm a bump right out the window, right this nigga out the window, right now, right now, son, right now. Pat, 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 pat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, these niggas are some violent niggas. And then the, and then the, the, the song fucking at him like the the music starts coming on. He was like, yo, this and it was perfect. Like it was like the perfect sample for you know the Scarface kind of sample to it, and then. Yeah, yeah. And P just start talking that shit. And he was like, oh, these guys are animals. The animals were like, it was it was it was like watching King of you know, watching uh what's again, King of New York on on wax, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, that's what it like sounded like it was in your head. Like that's what was going on in your yeah. head. It was, yeah. It was like, yeah, like, yeah, 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 pat, 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 I was like, these niggas QB niggas is bugging. Like these niggas just at the window, just busting off. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, so we, we, you know, yeah, so you definitely have some attention. I, I definitely, like you said, uh, Illmatic was, even though I, when it came out, I didn't hear it. 
right when it came out. Like, I, you know, I had seen, like, the, the Lauryn Hill music video and shit. So, you know, but I didn't, being down here in D.C., I didn't know how big of a, you know, album, you know, it was for Nas at that time and shit. But, you know. Huge. But once I. Huge. Yeah. And it set the stage for how music was made uh-huh. coming out of New York, coming uh-huh. forward. Like, everything kind of went uh-huh. through that same kind of gauge. You know, you had artists before that. But like, you know, it's kind of like right. if we're talking about basketball, you know, there was there was basketball, then there was Magic Johnson, and then you know what I'm saying? Like there was a point where it turned yeah. into something else. And Illmatic yeah. was the point where it turned into something else. Cause you had Kane and them was still rapping. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like people's out. Like yeah. it wasn't like rap wasn't a rant. Like it was yeah, there. Yeah, it just yeah, yeah, yeah. changed. You still had run DMC. Like, yeah, you still had Rock Eminem. Like, you had, you had Rock him exactly. Like, everybody L-L. was still out. L-L. Everybody yeah, was still out. None of these dudes that went at Rocky. It was It just went another way. It just went another way. I was at the door like, y'all got it from here. It just walked off. Thank y'all. Appreciate y'all. Ready-made superstar. Ready-made superstar. Had all the production. Same people we talking about. You know, Q-Tip. Large professor. It's lit. It's just lit. And I know Nas said, you know, years later, he said, you know, uh, biggest album was for me. He said he said he actually wanted to highlight the producers in New York at that time. You know, he wanted to he wanted this to be big for everybody. So, and it was. It was. It changed. It was, changed the yeah. sound. The idea of what your music was supposed to be hitting on, like it just like there was another level of depth that you had to give the music then. We really sampling uh-huh. there, like we really, you know what I'm saying? Like you know, once you get a Q-tip uh-huh. or something like that involved in something, and he's gonna give you this beat, this beat's gonna be fucking bananas, and then you're gonna write some real shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's just yeah. It played in the hood. White people liked it, like just across the board. It, you know what I'm saying? Like it was just a W for everyone involved. It's just a duck, like, just like that. Yeah, from some little seventeen year old. It was like 19, 17, something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, right. He was like a young, a young prophet. And like, made the album of like, his generation. He made the album of his generation. If that was uh-huh. the one. And they, they, they thought he was uh, some prophet for real. Like, he was like an alien. <laughs> Coming out of that time, like, they never heard no kids spinning, spinning like that. So, that shit was... Uh, Definitely different. I mean, was uh, was everybody, <laughs> you know, especially since you was uh, further apart, was was everybody really like in you know Philly, New York, whatever? Was everybody really disappointed with uh, it was written, you know, like yes, were people really like do- I mean, yes, they were like, really dogging that joint. Yes, mm. yes, yes. I had cousins, and that was a big argument. I think if we go back now and listen to it, it's not that bad. It's really, really good. I like yeah, just say, yeah, yeah, you yeah. set a standard of Illmatic and everybody mm-hmm. wanted another one of those. And I don't think you get mm-hmm. but one of those. You know what I'm saying? Like, you lucky you got the one yeah, you got. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm about to say you're lucky, right? Like, you got the one you got, 